I think uh, this particular gospel passage for today is very, very appropriate for this eighth Sunday in ordinary time, the Sunday before we begin uh, our Lenten disciplines, uh, Wednesday uh, of, this, of this coming week. I uh, just wanted to uh, uh, focus our attention to you know, this part of uh, the gospel today that I think uh, we need to con continuously uh, reflect on uh, and see how we measure, uh, how we measure in comparison uh, to, to, to the words of Jesus uh, in the gospel. And uh, this passage uh, is that part that says, why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye. Remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. Now, I don't know how many of you uh, felt uh, these words being directed at you uh, as I was reading it. Uh, I definitely always uh, see myself uh, as someone to whom this passage is directed because uh, for, you know, for, for my entire life, I would, I would even say, but especially, um, you know, when I started my formation at the seminary and uh, even now, you know, as a priest, this is something that I, uh, I always uh, try, these words are the words that I try to reflect on, on a regular basis. Uh, to see, uh, to make sure that I, not, I, I do not fall into um, uh, being a judgmental and judgmental person of another and not really uh, working or doing enough uh, to, to improve uh, myself and my own spirituality, especially in terms of, of judging others. When uh, I was in the seminary, this was of course 30 years ago, and you know, I, but I really haven't uh, seen or read anything uh, else uh, that uh, says differently from what our, uh, our uh, seminary professor in psychology uh, told us. He said that uh, we really need to examine ourselves very carefully, and what we are going to find out, he said, as his own experience was, that we will discover that what we do not like about others is what we do not like about ourselves. And he said, <laughs> this was 30 years ago, and you know, I find that to be true in my life, and he said, you know, as a trained uh, psychologist, you know, he fought that, uh, that, uh, that idea, all right, and yet uh, that, that was something at, in, 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 his, in his field of work, uh, which, was, which was psychology, that um, I, is, is, is a common understanding, okay? But there was, he said, and it took a long time, uh, this professor of ours uh, in the seminary, uh, for him to, to admit uh, to the fact that uh, that statement was true, that whatever it is that you don't like in another, something that you don't like uh, in yourself. You know? So something for us to, to really think about and, uh, and to be conscious of and really use as a uh, way of examining uh, our consciences. You know what I mean? You know, if there is something that we don't like uh, about, about someone, uh, someone else or if we see something going uh, or, or some, something that someone is doing that uh, kind of like 
jars us or just is not, uh, does not sit right with us, you know, let us ex examine that and see where we are with, with regard to that behavior that we are not, uh, that's not sitting uh, right with us. Where are we with regard to that particular behavior? Because like I said, the seminary professor of ours said, what it is that you do not like in another, you probably do not like in yourself. And, and, and because uh, you do not like it in yourself, you don't look at it, but you see it uh, in, in others. And so, as we uh, enter uh, the season of Lent, when uh, our, our uh, church and our religious tradition uh, encourage us greatly uh, to examine ourselves, to really look deep into ourselves and see uh, in what ways we still need uh, to, to improve so our relationship with our God uh, would be better, even better than the way it was, it was, it was before. Uh, and for, for us uh, uh, Catholics, uh, examining our conscience on a daily basis is, some, it is a good habit uh, to form. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, for us uh, priests and religious and many people now who actually um, uh, pray the Liturgy of the Hours, what we call the Liturgy of the Hours, you know, it's, it's the prayer, the, the prayer uh, in the morning and in, in the evening and, and, and at night before you go to bed and in, in religious uh, uh, houses, uh, they do this seven, seven times a day, this prayer. It's called the Liturg Liturgy of the Hours. At the, very, the very last prayer uh, 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 in the Liturgy of the Hours is night prayer. And that prayer starts with the examination of one's conscience. Okay. Uh, but you know, it's not kind of like the, the examination of conscience that we do when we go to confession, because we really have to spend a little bit of time uh, in, in examining our conscience before we go to confession, right? But on a, on, on, a daily, on a daily basis, before we go to bed, it is really, really helpful to examine our conscience and see in what ways we have failed God, you know, just very, very quickly very quickly, and it's really interesting, uh, because once you get into the habit of doing this, uh, what it is that you did during the day that really needs uh, to be corrected, or that you need improvement, is just going to pop up uh, in, in your head. So, uh, yeah, the, doing an examination of conscience uh, is, is, is a good thing. Uh, as a matter, and of course, the, the um, uh, the, the Society of Jesus, St. Ignatius of Loyola, uh, has a wonderful, wonderful tradition uh, be behind this. And uh, the, the, the examen, we call it the examen uh, at, the, at the end of the day, actually I, I, is very, very much uh, in line with what St. Ignatius of Loyola uh, started in his own spiritual life and uh, really um, has, has made as part of uh, the Jesuit spirituality. Uh, on a daily basis, that is to examine uh, your conscience uh, before you go to bed. And of course, you know, if there are, there are, there are things that come up as you examine your conscience uh, that uh, you uh, feel need forgiveness uh, for, but even if you don't need uh, a, a really a heavy duty, let me call it a heavy duty forgiveness for, just uh, do an act of contrition. That's going to uh, enable you uh, to go to to go to sleep a lot more uh, at peace, and you know, give you a a, a better sleep, uh, hopefully. But uh, going back to to the uh, gospel of today, that says, I uh, 
Remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. You know, the, the, uh, the exaggeration uh, that is used by St. Luke in this particular gospel passage, it's really, it's really uh, jarring, you know, uh, you know, a wooden beam uh, in your eye. Uh, here, you, here you are uh, with a wooden beam in your eye, and you are seeing the speck in uh, the other person's eye. I, it's that, which, which means, you know, how, uh, how, how, I, uh, uh, how much of a failure it is on your part uh, to see uh, the faults that you have and, and uh, just uh, immediately able to see uh, the faults of others. So, you know, uh, it, might, it might be uh, good for us as we prepare for the beginning of, of Lent, for, as we begin for Ash Wednesday, in the light of the gospel passage of the day, to start thinking, you know, how, what, what is it? How, how, am I, uh, how am I like the person uh, that St. Luke in this gospel of today, um, how am I like the person that he is describing, you know, describing in the words of Jesus himself, okay? Uh, you know, I, uh, am I uh, one who is uh, prone to outbursts of anger? Uh, for example, and many times, you know, we have, out, we have outbursts of anger, and because it happens so often, we don't even see, uh, we don't even realize that this is something that we really need to get a better handle of, you know, especially when we're driving, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, all kinds of words come out of my, of my mouth that, you know, I usually do not use. <laughs> And, but it, interestingly, this, this continues to happen, all right, which means that there is still something in there that I need to work on. And I don't know how, how you are with regard, with regard to this, but I put that at, on the top of my list because that's the one that happens to, me, uh, happens to me the most, okay? And I need your absolution for that, okay? Because you might have been the one that I said something about as you were driving past me. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, how, how, the way that we talk, the way that we talk about others, okay, and, and the way that we, that we uh, uh, take uh, something that we find out about another person and share it with others, because that's called gossip, you know, and some people say, oh, gosh, you know, you know, this happened to so-and-so and you're talking to your best friend, this happened to so-and-so, you know, I really need you, you know, this is what happened, really, and then they talk about it, and they said, and we really need to pray for her, you know. Well, that's, <laughs> that's called gossip, you know. <laughs> and then uh, we see uh, the, 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 uh, the slothful uh, behavior, the laziness of other people, but we don't see, we, we don't see our own laziness, right? You know, the amount of time that we spend uh, watching, on tel watching television, just sitting in our lazy chair. But, you know, we, we see other person, you know, she should be at the kitchen, you know, doing something or cleaning, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning up after, after the meal and so on and so forth. And, uh, and then, of course, there's, there's, these are just examples, and I'm sure you can come up with other examples, you know. I, I, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the lying, uh, that, that happens, and maybe this is, this is actually um, more um, prevalent than we think it is, and it, it probably happens more often uh, in our lives uh, than, than we realize, uh, because it's, it, 
we really have to be staunch teller, uh, tellers of the truth. And I, I really, really believe that the world is going to change when we are able to do that uh, I, more faithfully and more, more frequently. You know, I, yeah, because I, not telling the truth, okay, is against one of the commandments, right? <laughs> it is, and these are the Ten Commandments, you know, the most, the most uh, I, uh, how do I say this, uh, important, important things and important uh, sins that we need to be conscious of, um, uh, the Ten Commandments, I, I uh, detail uh, to us. And lying, thou shalt not bear false witness. Right? That's one, one of the commandments. And yet, uh, how often do we uh, I, uh, not tell the truth? And, and say, well, it's just a white lie. You know, a lie is a lie is a lie. Does that make sense? And, and, and a lie, it's, uh, I, I, I always think of it this way. When we tell a lie, we're making the world turn in a direction <laughs> that it really isn't turning. And how successful are we, go are we going to be uh, with that? It's gonna be, life is gonna be a lot, more, uh, a lot easier and a lot more fruitful. If, if we just uh, went in accord with what is true. And of course, the other thing that we, we probably uh, see a lot in others, especially for those of us who are here in church, you know, uh, that we judge others uh, about is the way that they practice their faith. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So it was, yeah, I, I, I've heard it more often now than before, actually. And it's because of the pandemic, right? Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, we, we were not able to come to church and, and worship uh, in person uh, like we used to. Uh, some people have gotten uh, really, really comfortable I, I, uh, doing live stream or, or uh, participating in a mass uh, on, on Sunday and a holiday of obligation. Uh, I live stream because we, it, it, it is still an, uh, available. And those of us who are here, you know, how many times have we found ourselves saying, you know, where is so and so? Seeing, seeing what it is that they're 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 not doing, uh, and and um, uh, not uh, seeing how we ourselves are failing in the practice of our of our Catholic faith. Now, it's really interesting that this particular gospel we can actually use uh, to uh, uh, to to. We can, we can actually use to help ourselves see how other people around us can actually be mirrors uh, for us. Because like I said, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a known uh, fact in uh, psychological circles that what we do not like in others, we do not like in ourselves. And so I... Uh, for as we as we prepare ourselves uh, for for Lent, you know, let's thank God for this wonderful uh, gift of His Word to us today, uh, that really exhorts us to think a little bit more about how uh, we can or what it is <clears throat> that's happening in our lives right now, uh, that uh, that we can improve, that we can improve in, that we can try to correct, uh, that uh, the graces that are going to be available to us during the season of Lent. You know, the season of Lent is a season of tremendous, tremendous grace, okay? With all the prayers and all the sacrifices that people uh, are doing as part of their Lenten discipline, 
so that their 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 direction would be uh, their, their their direction will be pointed firmly uh, uh, towards God. And so uh, for for uh, this remaining uh, couple of days, you know, just continue to reflect on what the Lord Jesus has given us in the gospel today and see in, in what ways we are being called uh, to, to improve our spiritual lives, uh, especially in terms of how we, how we behave towards others and the way we judge them.